0: Hi, I'm Catherine Flynn, and once again I'm here with Joe Hurley, best-selling author, founder of SavingForCollege.com, and our very own 529 Guru. Today we'll be discussing what to do once you've opened your 529 plan. As we learned from our Getting Started with a 529 plan series, opening the account is easy, but then what? If you're new to investing, how do you know what to do with your money once it's in the plan? Once you decide on a 529 plan, you'll have to select investment options based on things like your risk tolerance and your time horizon until college. If you purchase your 529 plan through a financial advisor, they should be able to help customize an investment strategy to suit your needs. But we found that many people prefer to purchase direct-sold 529 plans. In fact, in a recent survey conducted by SavingForCollege.com, we found that of those who had a 529 plan, over 65% selected one of their plan's investment options on their own compared to only 27% who had help from an advisor. Joe, thanks again for joining me today.
1: My pleasure, Catherine. Thanks for having me.
0: Let's talk about direct sold plans. How does someone enroll in a direct sold plan?
1: Well, you can enroll in a direct sold 529 plan by simply visiting the plan's website and uh, filling out an application. Most plans will allow you to fill out the application online, Or you can download it and print it and print it out and mail it in or uh, request that a copy be mailed to you that you fill out by hand. To open the account, you'll need to have your beneficiary's name and social security number, date of birth, and mailing address. You'll also be asked to name a successor owner who would become the new account owner if you should die or become incapacitated in the future. After that, you'll need to decide how you want to make your initial contribution. Depending on the plan, you can generally make a deposit by check or electronic funds transfer or by signing up for automatic investments that link to a bank account or get deducted from your paycheck. Just be sure to read uh, your plan's rules regarding any minimum deposit requirements.
0: So once you make that deposit, where does the money go?
1: Well, that's up to you. Uh, Most plans will ask if you want to invest in an age-based portfolio or one of the plan's so-called static options. And based on your choice, your your money is generally invested in mutual funds, which are a collection of stocks, bonds, or other securities designed to meet a specific investment objective.
0: And how does the age-based portfolio work?
1: Think about your retirement account. When you got your first job after college and had to set up your 401k, you likely selected the most aggressive option. With 35 years until retirement, let's say your portfolio had plenty of time to absorb risk, and you knew that the more risk you took on, the greater your potential reward would be. However, the closer you get to retirement, the less risky you you want your portfolio. Over time, your assets should be shifted toward more conservative options, such as fixed income funds. An age-based 529 plan works uh, much the same way, and the best part is that your money is automatically shifted as the beneficiary gets closer to college. Many families do prefer this so-called set-it-or-forget-it strategy, especially if they're new to investing. Of course, a 529 plan usually has a much shorter time horizon than a retirement account, but if you start early enough, you'll still have time for your investments to grow substantially.
0: Now, what if I want to choose the static option? How does that work?
1: Well, you can choose from a menu of investment options that don't change over time like the age-based plan does. Uh, But if you do nothing, your investments will remain the same over the life of the account. The static investment options are sometimes individual mutual funds or sometimes they are portfolios that blend several different funds and and often have a different combination of stocks and bonds. And they often have names like the aggressive growth option or the moderately aggressive option, moderately conservative option, or conservative option.
0: And when might this type of plan be a good choice?
1: Static options are great for investment savvy parents or grandparents who are confident in managing and monitoring their portfolios. Uh, Also, some critics of age-based plans argue that if you're investing for a very young child, you might be better off with a static option since you might be able to get a little more aggressive. If you decide to go that route, just remember that you'll probably want to reallocate in a couple of years.
0: So now, most importantly, how can I tell if I made the right choice regarding my investment options?
1: Well, the most important measure is whether or not you're meeting your college savings goals. And savingforcollege.com does offer many unique tools to help you answer that question. Uh, For instance, the College Savings Planner allows you to set personalized savings goals based on the beneficiary's age and household income and school choice. You can compare your 529 account balance with your goal and make sure you're on the right track. It's also a good idea to regularly evaluate your plan's performance. Savingforcollege.com provides quarterly performance rankings so that you can see how your plan measures up to other plans. You can find a link to the College Savings Planner as well as to our most recent performance rankings list right on the home page. If you're not meeting your goals or you find that your plan is underperforming, you're not held to your choice forever. Starting uh, this year, 2015, 529 plan Account owners can now make two investment changes per year.
0: Well, once again, those were some great tips, Joe. Thanks so much for sharing your thoughts today, and thanks to everyone for tuning in.